Welcome to Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. Do you sometimes feel alone in life with personal and interpersonal struggles and challenges? We'll show you that you are not alone and that you can learn and thrive from your challenges and thereby live a healthy life. Now, here is your host, Dr. Vadisha Patel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Vidisha Patel. Today's show is a new and different topic for me. Have you ever thought about how amazing it would be if we could heal people from life-threatening illnesses and pathogens around the world? Wouldn't that be amazing? Especially those who don't have ready access to healthcare? Well, today I have a guest on my show who says that this is already possible, and he has developed a technique using scalar energy. I'm talking about Tom Palladino. Tom's research and work in this area began in his undergraduate years. He has had quite a journey in arriving at his discovery and the scope of the work he does. Welcome, Tom, and thank you for joining me today on Perspectives. Thank you, Dr. Patel. A pleasure to be here. Well, and Tom, I want to add as well that I've had several listener requests that I please interview you and bring this topic to my listeners. So that just adds to my excitement to have you on the show. (laughs) Splendid. Thank you. So um, let's start with what is scalar energy? Can you help us understand what that is? Sure. I'm working with instruments that control scalar energy. Well, what is that? It's sunlight or starlight. It's an energy spectrum from the sun and the stars. And I've developed instruments that can control, can harness, can capture scalar energy. So these instruments allow me to perform certain work functions that I could not perform, say, with electricity. So in short, scalar energy is sunlight. And I have instruments that can control that type of energy. So, well, you said sunlight and starlight. Starlight, yes. So... Is that the same type of energy? Yes, yes. Yeah, our sun is a star. What I'm getting at, doctor, at at the very center of any star, you'll have scalar energy. That's really the power source behind the stars. It's not electromagnetic in character. So I am working with this energy, which is very efficient, scalar energy, as opposed to working with electricity, which is very inefficient. And we'll explore what we can do with scalar energy that you cannot achieve with electricity. Okay. All right. And can you also tell us, I mean, your story is really interesting about how you happened upon this um, and also your mentors alive and not alive any longer are actually quite fabulous mentors. So I'd love it if you'd share your story. Sure, sure. Um, Back in the 90s, when I was really immersed in this type of research, scalar light research, I happened to come upon um, an inventor who was deceased. Um, His name was Galen Hieronymus, but his wife survived him, Sarah Hieronymus. And I, I took a trip to Georgia where I met Sarah Hieronymus. And over the course of a few years, she opened up the laboratory with to me and shared her husband's notes, and his instruments with me. Now, at that time, Sarah Hieronymus was in her 80s, and she, she understood that she had to pass the baton, so to speak, and she in many ways passed the baton to me. Um, that is, I inherited many of the notes of Dr. Hieronymus as well as some of his instruments. So with that in mind, I had a running start, if you will, with scalar light research. Now, why is that so important? Well, it's important first and foremost because I was standing on the shoulders of a giant. His name was Dr. Galen Hieronymus, one of the true bona fide scalar light researchers in the world. And if you will, it, it was a treasure trove to have his laboratory more or less bequeathed to me, um, given to me by his wife, who at that time knew that she had to pass on his work to somebody. Well, how did you get involved with, how did you? discover your interest in scalar energy before you even found Sarah Hieronymus? Sure. I I would say that I'm spirit-led. I would say that God led me to this. I knew that this would be my calling in life, and this has been my lifelong passion. And, And I have to underscore, doctor, that this takes a lot of work 
because this is an emerging science. Very little is known about this, so most of my work is groundbreaking by virtue of the fact that I don't have a predecessor. So everything that I'm doing today I don't think has ever been accomplished or even tried, if you will, um, prior to, to my work. The point I'm making that scalar light is a new and emerging technology. It is filled with great prospect and the promise of changing our lives for the better. Mm -hmm. But there are so few bona fide researchers out there who are working with, per se, scalar light instruments, scalar energy instruments, and able to achieve these um, uh, marvelous work functions that I'm able to achieve. Imagine, let me put in perspective, imagine if in the world maybe you only had 10 computer engineers who had 10 computers. Well, that's where we're at right now with Scalar. There might be 10 bona fide Scalar Energy researchers who have 10 Scalar Energy instruments. Well, that's, that's obviously not enough. Well, absolutely. And I, I'm going to just bring you back a little bit because I'm just curious. Um, yes, I, I understand being spirit-led. I definitely believe in that as well quite strongly. So, But I'm curious, how were you led to this area? Were you studying physics? Were you yes. interested in a PhD? I, or you know, what was going on in your life? <laughs> I would say that this was my, if you will, my uh, graduate career, even though I never decided upon um, a specific discipline, if you will, doctor. So after I graduated from a four-year university, I continued my studies, and I wanted to do something different, and I wanted to make a great contribution to mankind. And I knew that invention, I knew that I had to invent something in order to really catapult mankind forward. So that was my thought. Well, lo and behold, once again, I came upon the inventions of Hieronymus, and I did not have to start from scratch. So it was my desire, to answer your question, it was my desire to change the world, to make the world a better place to live. And I knew I would have to think outside the box, and I did so by way of invention, by way of scalar energy invention. Well, and you're certainly well on your way to, to, to helping, helping the planet or helping people on the planet. So um, did you then move this, this equipment? How did, you, how did you learn to use it? Was there, um, did you have to move it to where you were? Or did you work out of the lab in their home? Or? Initially, I worked out of the laboratory in Georgia, um, out of a, a small town in Sparta, Georgia. And um, after a year or so, then I started working um, out of my home with these instruments. And I had perfected that time um, a few techniques that I was happy with. And I knew that by perfecting those techniques and achieving results, I'm all about results, doctor, mm -hmm. achieving results with these instruments, I knew I was onto something. And I decided then and there that I could make this my lifelong passion, and I have done so. So how, um, how you obviously, I'm assuming you started small because yes. how would you even know that these, these, yeah. this equipment would work? So what types of things did you start with? And uh, what did you I, do? And initially, I, I started with these instruments and I was working with my health. I was only working, um, trying to improve my health. And I came upon a technique that I started Still used today, in which I was able to destroy microbes, germs inside my body, and I I had great success in 1994 in doing so, and my health improved. Well, after that, I started treating friends and, and family members, and likewise, I was able to eradicate the germs, the microbes in their body. So I knew that this was again a repeatable function. I knew that I could guarantee the results. And from there, I, I decided to um, slowly introduce this to the world. And it's taken quite some time because I've had to perfect the instrumentation. But my initial, um, if you will, litmus test was the fact that I could destroy microbes and do so um, on a guaranteed basis. And by destroying microbes, I knew I was on to something gigantic that was going to help the world health system. So when you talk about destroying microbes, um, 
was it, did you have a cold or did you have um, something, you know, that you can tell and... Sure, sure. As far as I'm concerned, I, I had a cold at one time and I, I worked with myself and by eradicating, by destroying the streptococcus in my throat, within a matter of minutes, I no longer had strep throat. And I knew, I knew that something out of the ordinary had taken place. So it didn't take me long to figure out that scalar energy controls the molecular structure of everything, including the molecular structure of microbes. And once I started working with these instruments, I could easily clear, I could easily um, eradicate the streptococcus in my throat and essentially cure myself of strep throat. And then I was working, yes, it is. And then I was working with friends and family and likewise, they had the flu or strep throat and they likewise had um, similar results instantaneously, if you will. You know, again, when we're working with this energy, um, it works in, in the present moment. We'll get into that. And the, the result is guaranteed. I I can't stress that enough, doctor. When you're working with a, a machine or an instrument and you can guarantee the outcome by working with that instrument, that machine, then it's dependable. Right. And then, then you can depend that a work function that you want to achieve can indeed be realized. And that's what I'm saying. These instruments, I can depend upon them and I can guarantee the destruction, the dismantling of a germ, of a microbe. Well, so I have to ask you from a scientific research point of view, how can you guarantee it? Yes. Why can I, why can I make that claim? I can guarantee the destruction of a microbe. I'm working with energy. Scalar energy is fundamental, and it controls matter, if you will. So I'm, if I'm working with a scalar energy instrument, and this instrument is, is working with that um, primal force in nature. In so doing, as long as the instrument is working appropriately, I can take that instrument and I can send a, a broadcast of energy and guarantee the destruction of a virus, a bacterium, or a fungus. And by doing so, then I can guarantee that I can eradicate those pathogens, those parasites, and people will no longer be infected with those infectious agents. So this is really the key point here, that scalar energy is fundamental in nature. It's a primal force in nature. As such, it has command over molecular structure. And with a scalar light instrument, I can command, I have consummate control over the molecular integrity of a microbe. And in so doing, I can break apart a microbe. That's the key element here. We have, we have discovered the easy way to eradicate pathogenic disease. So does the, do, so do you have to have, you personally, if you're controlling this, have to have faith in the, the, the validity of your instrumentation and the person you are trying to heal, do they have to have faith in the validity of the instrumentation? And the I think... I think faith would augment the process, but it's not necessary. And the reason I say that, I've treated many infants, um, children three, four months of age, uh, prior to the age of reason. They have no idea they're being worked on, treated. And I've also worked with animals, cats, dogs, cows, etc., that have no idea that they're being um, treated. And whether it's an infant or an animal, we can eradicate microbes in their body. And obviously, an infant or an animal is not of um, the ability to understand this process. So that's, that's the a great question. That's the key element here. If we're working with a fundamental force in nature that will override, that will overcome any type of emotional objection, that will overcome space and time, if you will, that will supersede any other force in nature, by working with this primal force in nature, we control matter. I have, let me reemphasize that. Scalar energy allows me to control the physical form, the, the actual physical geometry, chemical bonds of a microbe, of a germ. And if I can control those chemical bonds that hold together a virus, a bacterium, or a fungus, and I can negate those chemical bonds, 
In so doing, that, that infectious agent falls apart. So I guess that also leads to the question, how is it targeted towards just the, the viruses? Yes. How is it not impacting... Um, you know the the healthy chemical sure. bonds that that are that are based in our body that that make us human and allow us to function and i i want you to answer that question but what i'm going to do is have us discuss it after the break we're just going to okay. head to a short commercial break so please sure. stay tuned everyone i'm talking to tom paladino and his work with scalar energy if you have questions you can email me at dr Dr. Vidisha Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. And we will be right back to the next segment of Perspectives. So stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health, can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned into Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. If you would like to reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. That's Dr. V, the number four, kids at yahoo.com. Now, back to Perspectives. Welcome back to Perspectives. I am your host, Dr. Vidisha Patel, and I'm in conversation with Tom Palladino, researcher, inventor, and healer. Tom works with Scalar Energy, and I'm trying to understand and have Tom explain to us exactly what it is and how it works. So before the break, Tom, we were talking about how the Scalar Energy breaks up chemical bonds. So it works at a molecular level in the body. And my question to you before the break was, if it's breaking up these molecular bonds at, um, for viruses, how do we know it's not harming the good molecular bonds, if you can put it that way? <laughs> well, well, well put. Um, with a scalar energy instrument, it does what you tell it to do. <clears throat> much like a car, much like a computer, much like a toaster or a refrigerator, if you will. So I can instruct my instrument to target viruses, bacteria, fungi, and to leave alone healthy tissue in the body. And this is the process that I've developed. Now, in specific, how do I do that? Well, let's say I want to target the herpes virus. The herpes virus causes disease. 
the herpes virus can be eradicated by this method. I will actually take a photograph of the herpes virus and place a photograph of the herpes virus inside the instrument. Now, the instrument, a scalar energy instrument, works by, by light identification. So a photograph serves as a light representation, a photographic representation of the actual microbe. So I take a photograph of the herpes virus, I place it in the instrument, and then the instrument can ascertain the chemical integrity from that photograph of the germ. And in so doing, a photograph of the herpes virus serves as the informational input for my instrument to destroy, to break down the chemical bonds found in that germ, found in the herpes virus. So in short, a photograph of the herpes virus serves as the instructions to break down those chemical bonds found in the herpes virus. So how do you get images of the herpes virus, for example? Is this from a medical professional or does, does it have to be a certain grade of image? Is it a microscopic um, view or? Sure. I, I usually uh, source from scientific journals and you can easily find this on Google or Bing. And the, the grade, the, the actual quality, I prefer an electron micrograph. That is, there are electron microscopes that have a very uh, defined uh, high resolution of microbes and are able to magnify sometimes microbes 100,000, uh, 200,000 times, sometimes half a million times. So working with these high magnification photographs, micro photographs, I'm able to identify these pathogens that cause human disease. Mm -hmm. And by using those photographs, those micro photographs, I can assure that if I place a micro photograph of a, of a germ, of a microorganism inside my instrument, my instrument is calibrated to destroy, to break down that identical microorganism by way of its photographic interpretation. So you have to be very clear when you're yes. using this type of, I'll call it therapy, healing therapy, that you're focusing in on a specific illness, a specific microbe or some, some you know, whatever it is that you want to fix. So it's not like a generic, um, you can't just heal somebody of, a generic yes. illness. You sort of have to know what it is that they that's have. That's correct. That, okay. That's correct. There, there has to be a, spe yes, a specific process, which is, again, the introduction of, of a photograph of a microbe into my instrument, and then my instrument will be able to eradicate, destroy that identical microbe that found in the photograph. It's quite fascinating, but you have to think in terms of um, of non-physical action. What am I saying? Scalar energy, scalar light is non-physical. We're not working with a potion, a drug, uh, we're, this, certainly not surgery or any type of massage. We're working with energy, with light. And in so doing, we can send instructions by way of a scalar energy instrument. And the instruction that I want to send is by way of a photograph of a germ, of a pathogen. Quite fascinating. It is. It is. So now, so that lends itself to the next part of my question for you, which is, so the person you're treating, do they have to be in front of you? No, no. Now that's, that's another wonderment, if you will, of scalar energy. When I'm working with this energy, again, it's not electricity. It's, it's a different energy spectrum. It's a different dimension. And scalar energy uh, supersedes, transcends time or space. So what I'm saying is this. I work with people at a distance. The greater number uh, of people that I work with, I work with them remotely at a distance. And the way I can send energy to them is much like that of a satellite. If, to use the analogy, a satellite will send energy, a signal to a cell phone or a TV dish or to a radio or to a GPS unit. So my instrument, my scalar energy instrument works like a satellite, which is wonderful. You do not have to be physically present in my laboratory in Florida 
in order to receive this healing. So how do you direct the energy to the correct person? <laughs> yes. Now, again, we're working with a different energy spectrum, a different dimension. It's not electricity. Right. How do I identify a person and send energy to them? By way of their photograph. I take photographs of people, and that photograph, once again, is a light character or a light instruction of that person. So if I took a photograph of myself and placed it in the instrument, the instrument would look at my photograph, would identify me, and then send me energy like a satellite. So if a satellite can find a cell phone, let's face it, we, we walk around with our cell phones, and whether we're at home or at work or we're at recreating, it doesn't matter. A satellite can find us. Well, in similar fashion, my instrument works like a satellite, and I could find a person by way of their photograph and send them healing energy by way of their photograph. That's remarkable. Well, it's actually, it, it is remarkable, and it's also very reminiscent of going to a, um, a practitioner of other healing mod modalities where they're using energy. Usually it's hands, it's hands on light yes. energy that they're using in your presence, but this is now a method where we can do it remotely, which is quite remarkable. Um, does it matter the quality of the photograph? Does it matter what, uh, what part of you is shown in the photograph? If you have say, for example, if you have, some microbes that you are trying to get rid of, some virus that might be in your belly if you just have the photograph of the person's face. Would that be sufficient or does it have to be in the area where the illness is? Uh, I have found, doctor, that all I need is a photograph of somebody's anatomy. It does not have to be your entire body. It could be maybe just a bus shot, your head. Some people, for, for the sake of privacy, will only send a photograph of their hand. So all I need is a photograph, some part of your skin, some part of your anatomy. And per se, it does not have to be the part of your anatomy that's infected. Now, what I've observed with scalar energy is that your body is, is worked on, is treated as a whole, as a living cell. And a photograph of you, no matter how... Uh, uh, no matter what part of your body we've isolated, your entire body will be uh, treated, will be, uh, if you will, inundated with this energy. So I could take a photograph of my hand, which is just part of my body, but by placing that photograph of my hand in an instrument, a scalar light instrument, it would send energy to my entire body from head to toe, not exclusively to my hand. So a scalar energy instrument recognizes a person as a living being, as a living organism. And from head to toe, this energy will flood you, will, if you will, inundate you. Wow. So I am fairly positive that the listeners are now curious as to what this equipment looks like. How much space does it take up? What... What does it physically look like in your lab? Uh, it, it's it's a rather extensive lab. I would say if, if I had to plot out everything in my lab, it'd be about 1,500 square feet. Um, there are various types of instruments that I work with. I have probably have 40 different scalar energy instruments. Um, the instrument that I'm speaking of, the one that can destroy a germ, a, a pathogen, um, if, if I had to put a... Uh, uh, measure it, it'd probably be, it'd be eight feet long. Wow. And it's, it sits on a lab table, and it's rather sophisticated. And um, um, it's, it's not, if you will, um, able to be transported readily. So I have a fixed location. And what, do you have different instruments for different um, treatments? Or Yes, yes. I, I have, for instance, we have the ability to create to assemble hormones inside the human body. So I have a separate scalar energy instrument for hormone, um, for male and female hormone. I have another instrument that can assemble endorphins and neurotransmitters in the body. So that is a separate uh, instrument um, working under that function. 
And there's so many applications with scalar energy. This is a, an emerging um, field of science that is so pregnant with opportunity. And what I have discovered is just, just the tip tip of the iceberg. And I, what I'm trying to do is, is, is enhance people's understanding and appreciation of this new and emerging technology and to get people on board, to get people to help me. So I'm curious, how, how does the equipment change for these different treatments? I mean, how, sure. what do you have to tweak about it? Because at the end of the day, it's still the energy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, but, you know, look at electricity. Well, there are many applications of electricity. There are thousands of instruments, thousands of inventions that have been derived from electrical engineering. So, for instance, one of my instruments, um, what we in, uh, initially addressed, the ability to destroy a pathogen or a germ, that's what I would call a reverse phase angle or the ability to reverse the polarity of a uh, specific microbe. In other words, it's the, the energy necessary to break down to negate the molecular bonds. And I call that reverse phase or reverse polarity. Now, to the contrary, if we want to create in the body a molecular form, such as an antioxidant or a hormone or an endorphin, that's an in-phase instrument um, in which we can create the polarity. And in so doing, um, it's a different um, mechanism, if you will. It's a different approach. Mm -hmm. So one type of instrument will break down the molecular bond. Another instrument will create a molecular bond. And then there's so many applications with either the ability to, to break down, to eradicate um, microbes, germs, or say uh, toxins that the body um, finds to be inimical, as opposed to the creation, the assembling of nutrients or certain types of hormones or endorphins that will abet, that will improve human health. Okay, that's... Um that's that's really fascinating, and I think um, it, it's it's interesting how you've you've been able to develop these for different purposes. Now, the the ones for the the ones where you are trying to assemble, like bring together the hormones or the antioxidants, it still works the same way with a photograph of what it is you're trying to yes. create and the image of the person you're trying to. Help. That's correct. That's correct. I, I work with people around the world, doctor, remotely. I, I work with people on all five continents. And frankly, the greater majority of people that I work with that I've treated, I've never met them, nor will I probably ever meet them. But the beauty of this is that by way of a photograph, people will email me a photograph. I will be able to send anybody in the world healing energy by virtue of their photograph. Now, that calls to mind a new medical paradigm in which you don't have to visit a hospital or a clinic. And um, if you will, at a fraction of the cost, we can achieve the same benefits for people by way of scalar energy, or perhaps in some cases, um, enhance their benefits as opposed to that of, of what they would receive from a hospital or a clinic. Right. Well, the implications for this are are massive and there I can I can envision many different ways in way in, in which this could be incorporated so I'd like to discuss some of that when we come back we're going to head for another short commercial break so don't go away we'll be right back to talk some more about harnessing scalar energy and its implications for healing the world so stay tuned for our last segment of perspectives Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. 
Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Steps to a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. If you would like to reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. That's Dr. V, the number 4, kids at yahoo.com. Now, back to Perspectives. Welcome back to the last segment of our show today. You're listening to Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Vidisha Patel. Please get in touch with me via email at drv4kids at yahoo.com with any questions or comments. I'm here with Don Palladino talking about his work with Scalar Energy and how it can have a far-reaching impact on health. And that is how I'd like to focus on this in this segment, Tom, um, because I know that when you and I met and we talked, you had actually shown me um, the results of some of the work you've done. Um, but I, I'd like to start with what your vision is for this energy as a healing format, basically for the world. That's sort of how you yes, it is. talk to yes. me about it. Yes, yes, it is. My goal is to heal the world. And, and that might seem to be a bold statement, but I believe I can back it up. A scalar light instrument can easily work with, say, 5, 10 million photographs a day. So we could easily work, treat, and heal 5 to 10 million people a day. Remember, we're working with people by way of a photograph. So the instrument can easily accommodate, say, 5 million photographs a day. So imagine what that means. Within a, uh, within a week, we could uh, successfully work with everybody in the state of Florida, and everybody in the state of Florida would be healed of pathogenic uh, infection. So my goal, my scope, is, is nothing short of a world-scale scope. I want to heal the world, the entire human race. Wow. <laughs> No modest goal there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're shooting for the stars. We, we don't play games. <laughs> so you, when you talk about being able to accommodate 5 million photographs, do you, have, do you put the photographs down or inside this instrument? I'm still trying to visualize it. I, yes. I, I visualize this very large space. but Yes, that, that's correct. I, I actually place the, physically place photographs inside the instrument. Now, Consider the fact that you can miniaturize, you, you can take a photograph and you could shrink it in size, so to speak. And the instrument can easily accommodate, say, five or 10 million photographs. And within an hour or so, I could um, um, run the instrument, and perform this pathogenic parasitic cleanse. And within one hour, I could eradicate most of the common pathogens, parasites known to man, and those 5, 10 million people would be better. You would see a healing of, of those people within that short period of time. So this is an instantaneous yes. cure? Yes, yes. Let, let me underscore that, doctor. When we're working with energy, once again, it's fundamental. Scalar energy is a primal force in nature that holds together the molecular bonds of a virus. It only takes one session, one treatment to break down the chemical bonds of a germ, of a microbe. Well, again, going back to the example of the herpes virus, it only takes one session in a short, short period of time to break down, to negate those molecular bonds 
the herpes virus falls apart. And in day one, we can eradicate the herpes virus from the human body. And it doesn't come back? Correct. It's destroyed. It's destroyed. So why hasn't this happened already then? (laughs) You know, I don't know why the world hasn't really picked up on this. I, I have given other radio interviews and podcasts. I have hundreds of diagnostic tests that prove the veracity of my statements that I can back up what I am saying. I am a result-driven researcher. You can look at the diagnostic test, hundreds of them. You could speak to thousands of people who've been healed. Um, this should be headline news. Why it's not headline news? Well, I think there are nefarious forces out there preventing it. Well, so when you talk about the thousands of people that you have healed, can you, can you give me some examples of the types of things you've, diseases that you've worked on? And sure. can you also lead our listeners to, um, I'm assuming it's on your website, these, uh, the diagnostic, inf- that information? Yes, yes. Well, um, let's, let's isolate some viral diseases that are incurable. I'm going to rattle off a few. Uh, herpes, uh, Epstein-Barr, uh, hepatitis, HIV, um, <clears throat> let's say Ebola virus. All of those viruses I've been able to destroy, to eradicate from the human body. And I have um, test results that prove that. I have numerous test results from people around the world who have gone through our program and after we have worked with them, treated them, they had a a follow-up, what is called a polymerase chain reaction test. And invariably, all of those test results come back negative. There's no viral load for herpes after we've worked with people. So what is the the test that you, can you describe what that is? Sure, it's it's called a polymerase chain reaction test, or some people simply call it a DNA test. Okay. That is the test that is admissible in a court of law. So when you're listening to your uh, TV show at night and you hear about a forensic study and how they're going to uh, submit to the court of law a DNA testing, that's a polymerase chain reaction test. And to to make it short, it's a type of test used in molecular biology that can ascertain the presence or absence of a genetic code or, say, proteins of a pathogen. So if there is a genetic sequence of herpes inside the body, then a PCR test would come back positive, showing that you had the presence of the herpes virus inside your body. A, a PCR test that is negative, showing no viral load, shows an absence of that genetic marker of, of those, if you will, um, that genomic stru- structure. That genomic structure cannot be found in your body, most likely because the germ, in this case the herpes virus, has been eradicated. So long story short, our PCR tests results for the herpes virus are always negative. There are no genomic copies. There is no genomic sequence to be found inside the body after a scalar light session. Okay. So do you do the PCR test before you apply the energy, the energy therapy, or do you just check afterwards? Some people have, have um, gone as far as to have before and after PCR test results. And before, they showed a viral load. They showed that they were indeed infected, say, with the herpes virus. And invariably, after the scalar light sessions, the PCR test will always come back negative. There's no viral load. So by force of this uh, evidence, by, by this uh, database that we are building, Um, I would say without equivocation that scalar energy is able to break down the molecular bonds of viruses and eradicate those viruses from the body. And again, I have hundreds of test results from clinics around the world that bear out, that, that prove that, yes, scalar energy is able to eradicate viruses. And from the... I'll call them the patients that you're healing. Yes. Um, from the patient perspective, do they can they tell 
that you're working on them? Do they, because you, you must do it when it fits into your schedule. And if they're halfway around the world, it could be the middle of the night for them. That's correct. Uh, that's, so that's correct. Yeah, what is I the would experience say, on the patient side? I would say the, the experience initially in the first few days is people feel better. Many people feel much better. Now, if you can take into consideration this scalar pathogenic cleanse, the ability to eradicate pathogens, parasites, microbes from the body. In the first few days, we're, we're able to target over 400,000 species of microbes and eradicate whatever combination, whatever number of those microbes you might have in your body. The first two, three, four days of these sessions, people usually feel much better. Why? Because for years they've been carrying, they've, been, they've harbored these parasites and pathogens in their body. And in one session, in day one, if you will, we can eradicate so many pathogens and parasites that have impaired their health, that have served to diminish their, their, their health and, and their vitality. And by ridding their body of these infectious agents, it's quite telling with many people. Within the first day or two, they feel better. And, and they should. Uh, they should because you know, germs, these microbes, cause disease or they contribute to, to uh, medical conditions that are, are obviously harmful to our health. Right. Now, now, you say in the first session, so I'm, I'm gu- guessing that you, you do multiple sessions? Yes, with, yes. And, and why uh, is it just to make sure that you get everything or how many sessions are needed? How do, and is it every day for a certain amount of time or does it every week? Sure. Or? sure. Most of our sessions are 30-day <coughs> sessions for 30 consecutive days. And during those 30 days, I will, um, on a daily basis, eradicate germs, microbes from the body. And the reason we, we do that on a daily basis is some people, their immune system is so compromised that they can easily become reinfected. And we want to assure people that we will continue to eradicate the bacteria, the fungi from their body, that, that they might be um, so susceptible to, especially many people say who are elderly or once again, their immune system is compromised. And then there's other sessions. There's other functions of scalar um, modalities such as the ability to balance the seven chakras, what many people call meridians or your seven chakras. That's part of our program. A scalar instrument can, can balance, can recalibrate our brain waves, in many ways can balance our seven chakras. Okay. So you do that as part of this healing moda. It's just, is that just incorporated into it? Is that what you're yes, saying? That, yes, that's, that's also included. Yes, that's okay. correct. And can you give us some examples of some other things that you've worked on? Um, I think, have you done work with HIV? Yes, yes. I, I'll go on record. We, we can easily break down, destroy the HIV virus. Um, we have test results from people around the world. And actually, we're working right now with a clinic in India. And everybody that I've worked with, everybody that has received a, a scalar energy treatment from this HIV clinic in India is now HIV negative. Everybody. Um, we've, we've worked with over 30 people in, in a clinic in Delhi, India, and without exception, all of them are HIV negative. So the word is getting out, and eventually we're going to create a, a documentary, a video documentary of our work in India and how we're, we're able to eradicate the HIV virus in, in, a, um, in a controlled setting, if you will, uh, a, a trial, if you will, some type of clinical trial that's being conducted in India. That's remarkable. I mean, the, there are far-reaching implications for this work. Um, can you direct our listeners to where are some of your studies, where they could find some of your studies so they could see for themselves? Sure, sure. The website is scalarlight.com. I'll spell that S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Visit the website and you could just um, go under the article section and you'll see hundreds, 300, 400 different articles of people who have seen the eradication of viruses and actually other types of pathogens, bacteria and fungi from their body, test results from clinics around the world. That's 
That's great. It's nice that you have um, information to support it that people can look at. But tell me how how has the word spread to date, and what is your vision? For what you want this to look like as you, I, I know your ultimate goal of healing the world, but yes. what is your more immediate vision? Well, it, it spreads by good people like you, Dr. Patel. And thank you for your effort today. Oh, you're um, welcome. It, it's essentially grassroots. And I, I think a lot of people are, understand this statement that I'm about to make. What I have to present is a new way of medicine. And Many will embrace this, but some will be intimidated by this because of um, it's a threat to their money and power. So to, to be quite frank, it's a grassroots movement, and we have to rely on people to, to bring this forward. You're not going to get this immediately from academia or from big business. It's, it challenges their belief system, and it also poses a challenge to their revenue stream. So uh, immediately, it's a grassroots effort. Um, once this catches on and once the world sees how simple and easy this is to eradicate pathogenic disease, I, I expect, if you will, a groundswell um, support around the world and millions of people um, will eventually come to us um, with their photographs. It'll be that, it'll be that watershed event that um, will, will prove to be um, the beginning, if you will, of the cleansing of the world. Well, and really, it is, it, it's harmless in that um, it is just, it is a photograph that somebody's sending. Um, and I suppose people have to try it to find out if it works for them and what their thoughts are about it. So there's so much more we could talk about, Tom, but we have run out of time. Um, but thank you so much for joining me today and thank you to my listeners for joining us today on Perspectives. I've been talking with Tom Palladino in an effort to understand his research on scalar energy and its impact on global health. This is Dr. Vidisha Patel, your host for Perspectives. I look forward to being back with you next week for another edition. In the meantime, feel free to email me at drvforkids at yahoo.com with any questions or comments. Have a wonderful week. Until next time. Thank you for listening to our program this week. Another edition of Perspectives with Dr. Vidisha Patel can be heard next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, have a lovely week. 